2: the so Wake Up with Michelle Miche,
1: Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality, the soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So great to connect with all of you. Oh, I love my Wednesdays with you. Um, welcome in the chat, the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Also, my co-pilots, co-hosts, and sound engineers, they help to ground the energy of the program. Um, Also, a lot of great insight and wealth of knowledge there as well. So, if you're hanging out in the chat, welcome and um, get to know each other. A lot of times, they have better answers for questions than I do, (laughs) honestly, honestly. Okay, so um, if you're new to the program, welcome to the program. However you found us, um, I'd like to know actually. You can let me know in the, um, if you're in the chat or email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know how you found us and how you listen to us. Love to get to know you more. Um, if you do want to call in, that number is 347 539 347 539 five, two, two. Press one on your keypad to get in queue. Um, and if you walk away, a lot of times people walk away or they're at the checkout, at the store, dropping their kids off, picking something up. Um, so I will come round again if I pick up and, and you're not there. I'll circle back around for you. Um, wow. Gosh, you guys. I so appreciate this podcast. I do. I've um, been doing it for a while. And I love it. Every day I look forward to, or every Wednesday, every day. Every day I think about it, actually. Um, But I just, uh, it's part of my community service and just a way to connect more with so many of you. We've been traveling on the path for a while together, and it's great just to see your unfolding and connecting more to your gifts. And it's just an honor for me to witness that and be a part of it um, however I can, so With that said, um, yeah, all things awakenings. Um, Some of you have guest suggestions or topic suggestions. We're very open to this. Many of you know Sadie, who totally commands the post um, to give her a shout-out. She's also an amazing artist. Um, She has things on Etsy and also on Instagram. Very, very talented, um, being very connected to her soul. So if you do have guest suggestions or topic suggestions Um, or you'd like to know more about what I do, um, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Even if you want a session or something, you can either go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, email there, or info at soulplayground.life, or check out my website, soulplayground.life. yeah, so I want to let people know and come connect with me on Instagram. Love to have you there as well. Um, do quite a few posts there also. And also my Soul Path Patreon community is another way to uh keep connected. All these ways to keep connect and keep growing. And um that's what I'm here to do. Um speaking of this, I do before we dive in a little bit to the May energies, um Really want to comment on that and some of the information I got from the guides um, I do have up right now on YouTube I did do the May uh, pick a card I did an overview of the energy uh, bringing in a little numerology also May is going to be quite an interesting month I think it's really like a we have a gateway portal of light but I also feel it's a bit of a crossroads month for many people a bit of a gateway month where you're really going into something new. Um, many of you um, recognizing that the past is over, it's over, and you can see just how far you've come and where you're going and what your new focus is on. So I want to say bet- between May and uh, really August, but May, June is the opener with this gateway. And, and what's interesting I am doing. I'm doing um, another tarot series. This one on with numerology, the magical, mystical world of tarot and numerology. And those of you that did the first couple series, anyone can join in on this. Um, we covered. Um, we covered a lot. So um, I I dived in a bit to what we call in tarot. There's um, progressions with the numbers, number progressions. And it's really, I was talking to someone, they said, oh, it's like a tarot hack. And I'm like, yeah, like life hack, tarot hack, yeah, sleep hack. So I'm going to be given some tarot hacks of the number correspondence, how the numerology and the numbers corresponding on the cards um, can really help you tap into what you're going through energetically, what to expect. So we're going to get more into prediction. And if you're reading for others or about someone else. So it's, I love this. I'm going to continue actually with this because I'm starting this whole academy actually in May um, on this a platform, Union. and You can go union.fit. Um, there's a link on my website with events and workshops. But they have it for the back end. It's just new. But I really want to provide um, not only people with these tools, but in the new paradigm, things like tarot, energy work, Um, numerology astrology these are things that are going to be much 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 more commonplace they already are becoming more commonplace i mean i'm doing a corporate talk corporate seminar on tarot and i'm actually going to do a reading that's never happened i've done it i've done corporate talks and seminars and what they call employee appreciation programs um team building Maybe on spirituality, what nurtures your spirit, but meditation, mindfulness. Meditation, mindfulness, yoga, um, better communication. But now we're doing tarot, and I'm excited. I love it. I love it. Because once you know tarot, you know your path. It, 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 guys, come on. This is what – everything's been passed down for, for, for us. And we've got, this, we've got this, these navigational tools, right, these maps, um, the I Ching, tarot, they all intertwine. And, you know, that's why in the old days, when I studied uh, metaphysics and all this, we had to know all of it. And then you'd find ones that you're more proficient in and that you like, but they all dovetail together. And you can really read the map of your soul and what you're meant to do, as well as collectively what's going, what's going on. And you can read others or situations. That's why people use tarot and numerology or the I Ching. I mean, the I Ching was used by the ruling class, you know, the the emperors and empresses in wars. You could really understand what's going on below the surface. And the same also with um, the Tree of Life. So I'm going to continue with this and build on it. Um, This one I'm bringing in the tarot and the numerology, and then afterwards I'm going to dive back into um, archetypal energy, and, and look at all the systems, how they come together. That one's going to be quite comprehensive. Um, but starting May 15th, if you're interested, the magical, mystical world of tarot and numerology, we go for we have seven sessions every two weeks. You'll have growth work, tarot work to do in between. Um, oh, Tama, you'd love it with the numerology. I mean, I, you can tell I love it. I love tarot. I love, and the people want me to share this. I love it. So if that's something you're interested in, goes from May 15th to August 7th. Um, you get the recording, the Zoom link. Um, well, I, yeah, you get the Zoom link. And you can do on your own, um, or you can do with us, with the group, as we journey with this. But we, have a, we always have a great group, and we have a lot of fun with it. But people are channeling. I, last week, we did, uh, we did my channeling workshop. People were channeling on the first session because I know how to get to the access point. Everything is vibration. So I'm going to bring that back. We're going to do a part two. That'll be on May 22nd for those of you that are interested. So tarot is, the numerology is May 15th, and then the, uh, the 22nd uh, we're going to uh, do psychic development, opening the channel, and then bring in the um, psychic medium aspect of it, spiritual mediumship to connect more. Um, But once you understand, um, this is why kind of my classes, I have actually had a student of mine that had taken my classes, and they were doing this month-long program with someone. And like, I still can't channel. I've heard that from five or six of my clients. And they're like, how come I could do it the first time with you? And I'm not dissing anyone. It's just when you realize everything is energy and you are trained in energetics. The only reason channeling, being psychic, is just getting on a different vibrational frequency to open. It's using that meditative state. And there are different frequencies. And so when you understand that there are different frequencies and you've been taught that. So I have to just say, I had really good teachers. I, I Some of them, when I was studying with them, I thought, oh, my God, they're making me wait so long or there's this training is so long or you know, there's so much to learn. But now I feel like the benefit of that is that I'm able to really teach others in a way that's much faster um, and much more complete. And it's only because of my teachers. I cannot say, you know, I'll see my guides as well. I mean, I do come in with that. That is a little extra or a lot extra. You know, I'm very, very, very appreciative and grateful for that connection so my out of non-person teachers but also my in-person teachers i've had really really good teachers and some of you've heard me talk about them you know on and on um in a lot of different disciplines you know so and a lot of my teachers they taught the intersection of these various disciplines modalities spiritual tools spiritual principles um you know they taught the how to look for the connecting points. So I really, I, you know, I can take a little bit of the credit, but I have to really give 90% to my teachers, my, my teachers and the training and, and the schooling. And um, I hope they see what I'm doing and they feel a sense of pride and accomplishment. And I hope they feel fulfilled. And I hope they know that it's because of them. It's because of their care um Lynn, yeah, Lynn, when the chat was in it. It's a terrific it's terrific and so fun. Yeah, we had a we had a good time. Um so yes, if you're interested in that, um I will be putting a little a notice out. I'll I'll post on Instagram and um Facebook and um Insta story. I'm seeing it here now because I had some people email me through Patreon and I didn't have their mailing address. So if I don't have your email address, please send it to me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. I'll put you on the list um, and let you know what's happening. And I'll try to, I'll make a note to remember to say things more on Wednesdays when we get together of what I have going on. So again, if you're interested, May 15th is tarot and numerology. And um, May 22nd is um, the spiritual mediumship. Um, opening to channel, so um, yeah, you're interested in that, oh my gosh, okay, yeah, hope to see, and I love the Zoom, you know, I love my um, video, or not video, but the phone, phone conferencing um, as well, because people can just really tune out, but now people just blank their, um, you know, video page or whatever on, on Zoom, but it is fun to see people, you know, put a face to the name and the voice of people, so Anyway, I do appreciate you all, and I appreciate – I also appreciate many of you are really starting to – that have been studying with me are really – you know, you're putting your stuff out there. You're starting to really, you know, move to your own next level, and that's so – oh, my God. That's just so amazing to see and so fulfilling, so – Those of you, wherever you're at and whatever you're doing, let me know how I can support you more if you want or any information you need or insights or support. I'm here for you. And also just know that I see you. I see your light. I see what you're doing. And it's just so amazing. Um, You know, we're all beacons of light. We come from that one light. And, you know, we have teachers, mentors, people that help us. um, But it's us showing up in the world. So, Thank you for those that are showing up. You are making a difference. Please know you're making a difference. Um, also, just I just said mentoring. I'm on Mentor Cam, so if you want to ask me questions there, connect with me there. It's an app, M E N T O R, Mentor Cam, C A M. Uh, yeah, that's another way to connect in Mentor Cam. And that's kind of fun. So you can ask questions through that. But you can always ask questions here. You can always ask questions on YouTube, um, comments as well. So um, take your pick or even Instagram. You can always ask questions. Um, but if you have detailed questions, um, you know, I'm always here for a session or a mentor cam. You could do it through there, um, question or two or whatever, So, which I love that. I wish we had more of that when I was when I was first coming up the ranks because There's a lot of times I had just one question or two questions or I was stuck on something and I'm like, gosh, I wish I could just ask somebody this. And eventually the question would get answered or you find the teacher, the mentor, the course or the workshop. Um, But now there's much more that is available, which is great. All right, everyone. So just a little bit about May. Um, We are in a um, 46. 10 month, which corresponds to the six of cups in the tarot. For so those of you that want to look it up, I'm also getting, there's a lot of Piscean, Pluto energy. There's a lot of transmuting, transform, transformative energy. So some things that are highlighted are faith, dreams, spirit, and all things. Um, May is about spiritual renewal, um, hope. Now there are going to be some tests and trials. So whatever way you want to look at it, through God, all things are possible, you know, through my guide, through my higher self, um, you know, whatever it is, you're going to be kind of guided through, do you want this again? Are you repeating something that isn't working or are you moving forward? A lot of openings, a lot of, for many of you, there's going to be some kinds of gifts that could be monetary, it could be appreciation, it could be a combination of all that. Um, there's a lot with newness and new beginnings. I write about this on my blog, so playground.life. I go into a deeper dive into it, and I did, and also in the May uh, pick a card reading that I did, um, I do dive deeper into it. But I wanted to touch upon it here. Um, there's going to be earth changes, so I don't know if that's weird weather. I don't know if it's earthquakes. I mean, I always feeling this energy, and a dear client of mine, and it's also student Kara. Um, Someone plowed through, some of you know her in the chat, they plowed a car, went into her um, cupcake place, you know, business. So there is going to be some kind of weird wonky stuff. Wonk, wonk. Technology. um, Thanks for channeling, too, in May. Really helps to keep it going and growing with the group. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, I know, right, Tammy? Yeah, no one was first, though. But there's going to be some weird And I know there's squares. I mean, Jupiter and Saturn are squaring Uranus and Taurus. Um, The full moon is kind of fanning the flames. I don't really feel, it's like the full moon is just bringing stuff up. It's in Scorpio. So there's a lot about, um, you know, intestines, intestinal tract, the body, um, getting to the truth of something, you know, a lot coming up. But there's also a lot with power struggles. But if you don't get caught up in, if you, I feel like there's a way not to get pulled and caught up in the testing cycle and energy is if you kind of follow the openings. So it's almost like going shopping or something, right? And you're getting, oh, let me look at that. Let me look at that. Let me, if you don't get into that, if you stay to your course, there's a lot in May that's going to open up for you, Okay. So it's also really a time to really connect into the spiritual aspect of you and you as a spiritual being and looking at your gifts and kind of being honest, like, oh, I'm good at this, or I really love doing this. Oh, this really helps people. Or I just really enjoy doing it. It could even be gardening. Like, I really enjoy doing this. So look at what nurtures your spirit, what actually takes care of you spiritually. Because that's also the mental, emotional health. Sometimes like a a hack to mental, emotional health is our spirit. When our spirit is renewed, you might find you need to rest more. You might find you need certain foods or other foods. You know, I went out the other day with a friend of mine. Um, We actually got our nails done. And then we went to um, this Italian restaurant and had some nice pasta and um, and she had, she, guess, you know, again, six of cups energy already. Going back to childhood, she had a Diet Coke or something, Diet Pepsi with a lot of lemon. And I had, like, my Pellegrino with a lot of lime. And we were sitting outside, and there was all these trees around. No one else was there while we were there. And the sun was shining. And it was so nurturing. I felt very nurtured and uplifted. So look for some extra things like that to do in May. Notice what works for you spiritually, what, you know, your spiritual essence, the essence of you, which means your energy, your pranic energy, your chi, what brings more energy, what depletes it, what nurtures your soul, you as an individual being, and also is good for your heart or heart-uplifting or heart-connecting. So there's going to be also a time kind of a really going within and assessing this May, you know, looking, um, finances, resources, energy resources will also kind of be a thing, could even be financial, um, for many of you, even financial gain uh, could be happening. Um, yeah, so welcome all the first time people in the chat. Hello. Hello and welcome. So, yeah, it's kind of a take – Take charge of your life a little bit. It's like you're going to really be in the driver's seat at bay. You're going to find yourself having to make decisions, or you're going to recognize, whoa, this is about me, you know, or this is about my time or my life. A um, lot to do emotional, about emotional fulfillment also. But faith is a biggie, and gifts and rewards for past work. So, again, there could even be for some of you what you consider a miracle that are going to be coming up. So it's, a, it's a really an opening energy. So if you've been feeling a little bit shut down or that um, you haven't felt like you um, are on the right track, there's going to be some kind of insight. There's going to be more understanding. But there's also going to be tangible, physical movement that's moving you forward. You're going to co- I, I've even seen in my life, I'm seeing certain things that I'm going, okay, now, now I see why this is happening and this timing. And I know I have to do one, two, three before I can do five, even though I want to do five right now. And some of you will see, I thought I had to do one, two, three, or I did one and two, and now five becomes three. So there's going to be some level of clarity also, movement and clarity, um, clarity of purpose, clarity in your decisions, where you really need to be. What, again, what nurtures your spirit? I can't say it enough. It's, it's a lot about spiritual Let's see, spiritual nourishment. Um, for many of you, this is going to be um, in your direction of your of using your gifts, where your gifts are really needed and, and what's really open for you right now. So a lot of first steps. For some of you, there may be leaps, but for many of you, it's first steps. Okay, let's get to callers. And, again, that number is 347-539-5122, 347 Five, three, nine, five one, two, two. Press one on your keypad to get on air. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air.
2: Hi there. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Oh, your
2: sound is really good. Oops, oh good. <laughs> okay, what's your first name? It's Mary. Hi, Mary. What's your question or comment? Well, my question would be direction um direction in career direction in relationship direction okay not sure
3: yeah okay
1: so what does that mean not direction what is a decision and by the way that's so the energy in Maine, so you're going to be getting a lot of clarity
2: okay
3: is it where
1: to focus on or what
2: yes i guess i type? guess focus decision making um yeah what's best uh, is there changes, that kind of thing. Okay, what's been, so I'm getting a lot
1: of um, – that. it's focused really on you, your creativity, and perhaps opening up to more lightness, more fun. So I feel like the bigger decisions are a little bit off. In other words, the timing isn't there yet because you're not clear is what I'm hearing. Um, hmm. So ask a specific question because you're kind of saying what's best, but in what way?
2: Sure, um, I would like to change careers. Mm-hmm. So I would like to work um, for Working myself, on. but I don't yeah. know what that looks like or what that is.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm saying you're in a kind of a self exploration mode. Um, and actually, with you when you if you re listen to this, you're going to really get it. Um, it's all that second house. How can I make my resources, myself as a resource, what I know, how can I have a monetary exchange for that? What are my gifts? So I feel for you it is about right now following more what you love to do, even though you're working in a, you know, a regular job, but starting something on the side. But you're more in the research mode. See, I can tell you what it is, and I've done that in past in readings, whether it's personal you know, personal or individual, but until we have the aha, I love doing this, or this is what I want to do, it it doesn't fit well. It doesn't work. So you're kind of in this exploration mode right now. You're in this research mode. I would say it is definitely something more consulting or more on your own, and I do feel it has a creative aspect to it, maybe even, maybe even writing. You may be writing quite a bit with whatever it, it is what you're doing, and or delivering something. So I almost feel like it could be you could even work in small groups is what I'm hearing. Um, but, yeah, you, there's more. That's what I'm saying. Your definitive bigger decisions aren't there yet because you haven't alighted on the aha, right? Hmm. Like this is what I want to do. You, you, you've got a few things I feel in mind, and you just have to start trying them in a small, in a small way, right? And see, then once they start growing and taking hold, then you can leave what you have going on.
2: Does that make sense, what you have? Yeah, like do you see, because sales, uh, selling things from my home make, keeps coming into my head, but I'm like, really? <laughs> um, it's something well, yeah, that keeps popping into things, my head.
3: Well, that's,
1: then I would follow that through. See, right now, that's why I'm saying for everyone right now, you might be doing one, two, three, and, you, and then five comes up, another answer. It might be out mm. of you know order, so trust your higher self because I feel like that's something something creative, something that you enjoy that you like you know or that you benefit from because i whatever you start now is not totally where you're going to end up, hmm. okay it's only going to be a piece or a part of it, so you hmm. might as well if that's the message you're getting look you know I don't know it could be. Crystals, air purifiers, books, I don't know. Look and see. You could start an affiliate program through um, Amazon. It's only when you get these messages from your higher self like this, Mary, these little nudges, these little guidance points, Mm -hmm. it's to start to shift your vibrational frequency, which then begins to shift how you feel about yourself, what you recognize within yourself, that then begins to shift your beliefs. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... Mm -hmm. All I can say, like I shared at the beginning of the program doing this corporate thing with with tarot. A couple of years ago, my guy said, good on, you know, my dog was dying. I was going through so much. Sometimes I'd only get one or two two hours of sleep, maybe three. I had so much on my plate, but I just, I love doing the videos. I love tarot. And I would just show up the best I could, the best I could. Sometimes I'd do more frequency, sometimes less. Every time I meditate, just keep doing the videos. Just keep doing the videos. You love the videos, and I'm like, okay, well, should I be doing something like bringing money in? You know, no. Mm -hmm. Just do the videos and have fun with the videos. And then all of Mm -hmm. a sudden, people donating to my channel, and then people sign up for courses. And um, but that wasn't my original intent. My original intent was I really loved. I saw Pick a Card. I enjoyed it on somebody's site, and I thought, oh, I'm a tarot reader. I've been doing this for 30 years. Let me do it too. It's fun. And then it just evolved. Mm-hmm. And then now I got this corporate gig doing mm-hmm. a reading. So you just have to start. And that's for so many of you that I know that are listening because the conscious, rational mind wants to say, where is this leading or what should it be? Mm-hmm. You may not stay with what, you're, what you start selling now, but it's definitely going to open a door for you. And I would definitely start something this May. I would say, Mary, I'm going to give you a little homework. Start okay. it and then call us back. You know, whether it's an affiliate league, Etsy, maybe it's even something you, you make yourself, just start it. That's all we have to do in our higher self, which is us, and the universe does the rest. Hmm. But you have to start. That's what I'm hearing. So just pick something that you're interested in okay. and start, okay? And then call us back and let us know how it's going so we can awesome. support you.
2: All right. Thank you care. so much. Okay. Bye. You're ready. Bye.
1: Okay, Senray Bernal, the now is the portal through which we manifest the future. Absolutely. And Tammy, great reading, so true for many of us. Yeah, that's the thing. Here, Guys, everybody, okay, the, the new paradigm is only going to happen through us as us. So we have to start living this way, which is kind of weird for the ego because the ego goes, well, where is this leading? What should I do? I don't know if I like it. But it's like, no, it's you. It's you leading you. It's the quantum you that tickles you and says, let's just start this and do this now. And you enjoy this. So that's what you write. That's what you sing. That's what you say. That's what you create. That's what you sell. That Okay, just put that out there. Because it's resonant. Everything is resonant. So the more that you're resonating to your soul and that inner blueprint and that soul signature frequency, then you'll be guided to what brings the most abundance and fulfillment to, to move you into that thriving. So just so small. May, I would say for everyone, if you want to sell your art, maybe you're making cards, um, you know, with your artwork or something, reading cards or online cards, just make a little steppy, little steppy. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Six zero. Hello. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air.
0: Hi, Michelle. It's Walter. Walter.
3: How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
3: I am doing very, very well.
0: I actually 15, had a question, 15. but you just you just gave me my reading, the, the whole intro. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> you just answered everything that was on my mind. Like, thank you so much. So. <laughs> That was so awesome. Wait. I'm like, oh my God, she's answering everything. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, Tammy saying, been a while. Hi, Walter. Tammy saying
0: hi. Hi, Tammy. Hi, um, everyone in the chat.
1: Well, one of the things we're all going to realize more and more and live this way is how we're all these broadcasters, you know, transmitters and receivers. We're broadcasting yeah. a signal. So when I'm tuning in, I'm tuning in to those people that are going to be listening, whether right now you know, in this 3D now moment, 3D, 4D or later. So I'm picking up the frequency of the questions and what, you know, and that's what I do on my readings, my YouTube readings um, as well. And that's what, so, yeah, you're a really good transmitter Walter.
0: And you're a really good, and you pick it up really good, Michelle, because I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting here smiling to myself. I'm like, she does it every time. Like She does it every time. <laughs> love it! I hope all the newbies that are listening, she does it every time. She's always on point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I just just I wanted to it. just
0: say that now, Michelle, since you answered my question and just I love your pick of cards and everything. Just I'm just so happy for all the things that are coming in your direction and all the doors that are being opening for you. Like it's just so amazing. The world thank needs to you. know who you are.
1: Too. Oh, thank you! I am so. Loving it. Even if I have like a you know a draggy day, a bad day, or something, a morning, and it's like I just think of what I have to do, or I go to those comments, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, yeah, it's just like I so can many feel, the, oh, and I feel the connection. I feel the connection yeah. with everyone, and I that's yeah. such a gift and a blessing.
3: Oh, well, yeah, well this well, is, is just a big thank you for you.
0: Huh? Yep, it's just a thank you because if it wasn't for you, I really wouldn't be on my path and doing. Readings and 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 this whole oh, new path that oh, I'm on. Good. Yes, yes, like oh. this whole new path I'm on, Michelle. You play a big part in that, so thank you so very much, oh, and I will be continuing you're... to listening.
1: Okay, thank you, Walter. Good to connect. Oh, yes, I'm so you... happy you're doing the readings and moving on your dream. I love it. Ah, wow, what a gift. Okay, let's see who else is here. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air.
3: Hi, this is Kate calling. Kate? Hi, Kate. Welcome. Hi. I fully agree with Walter. (laughs) You do great. Thank you. What a spot on. And, you know, I was um, driving earlier thinking it's so true because when we start out for a destination, taking a route that we haven't been on before we could get totally preoccupied saying, wait, I've never seen this before. This can't be right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, of course. You've never seen it before. So how are you going to recognize it? You just have to trust that the map and the signs and the messages are leading yes. you to the destination.
1: Very, very good point. Very good point. And the other thing is, even if it's the same road... We all know sometimes roads change, right? They take out a tree, or they plant bushes, or the old store is no longer there. For on the road or the highway, you know uh, the turnoff is different. So you're right. We just have to trust. You're taking me to another
3: place that in every moment everything has changed, and the picture and the view are new. We're not the same in this moment as we were when we began to chat. Yeah. Ooh, yes. That's very right. yes. yes. cool.
1: That's very cool. We're we're helping each other change. We're change agents for each other. You know, for that yeah. positive
3: change. Mm-hmm. Which is also clarifying that when we're listening, if we can participate in appreciating. The oneness and that you are the messenger, there's always some message specifically for us. Yeah, because of the oneness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it. Well, that's what I think the new paradigm, I mean, there's so many things we're going to be doing and learning from th- that, living this way. But that is a biggie, is the, is the oneness, the interconnectedness of everything and everyone. Yeah, the oneness. Oh, okay. you know, thank I just, you for your, yeah, did you have
3: a Oh, and I just, I do, real quick, I just got to that the reason that some of us collectively are holding mm-hmm. on so tight to old paradigms mm. and to old beliefs is mm. the misconstrued and misunderstood fear of oneness And thinking that there's safety and and security in separation. Yeah. Yeah. I would tend to agree with you.
1: Yeah. Because
3: I keep asking myself, how can you believe that generically? And it just came to me because people paradoxically feel safe in their fear.
1: Yeah.
3: And they know the fear. Thanks for all that. Oh, because they know, exactly. They think they know the
1: fear. Yeah, they know. Well, they know the feeling of fear, and that can be very comforting. Oh, there you go. That's it. it. Yeah, they know the feeling of it. It's a familiar feeling, even though it's uncomfortable, it's familiar. And when we're connecting more through the higher self, living what I call spirit-led, you know, or passion from our soul, it's it's like swimming in the middle of the pool, you know, and your feet can't. touch the ground but you know it's like you might have to float but fear you can hug on to the side of the
3: the
4: pool
1: well it's like
3: yeah so many teachings that if you're flowing downstream and your belief is that's the safe way to go and the real treasure and safety is upstream Every part of your being is going to say, nope, don't change course now.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Don't change course now. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay, I got a scoop, I
3: Kate. This has been great connecting with you. Thank you. Real quick, do you have anything specifically for me in my higher self? No, just a, just
1: a quick question to open the channel because these are little mini reads. So, okay, so what's your question?
3: My question is, I am going out of town for the first time out of state in 18 months. Anything specific I need to focus on? Other that
1: you're going to have a good time. I, I do feel like there is something with friends or community, so you may be meeting up with people there or meet some people that you really feel a good connection with, I'm hearing. And it is something that's also that you're going to bring into the work that you do. So there may be some ahas or insights or somehow you add something to what you're doing. There's there's a career aspect to this somehow or, or public or public service aspect to this, um, something that you put out there in the, in the world is what I'm hearing. Um, other than that, I do feel that it's something about something that's close to your heart or makes you feel fulfilled, but it has to do also do with people. Okay? It's the people that you're meant to connect with there, and that's one of the reasons I feel that you're going. Okay,
3: well, all that's spot on. God bless, oh. and thank you for sharing this space with us.
1: Oh, thank you for co-creating this with us. You Take good care, Kate. Thank you. Good to hear. Yeah, big hug. Bye. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, my name is Sonia. And, Sonia? um Sonia, yes. Sonia. So- Sonia with an S. Yes. Okay, hi, Sonia.
2: Uh, hi. Um, I've been kind of like juggling. I'm trying to have cosmetic surgery. But um, I don't know if this year would be a good time for me to have it or should I wait to next year.
1: Mm. Okay, let me see. That's not really a destiny issue, but let's see. When's the best? How would this year for the surgery be? Well, I feel like if it's this year, it's a little bit uh, June looks good or towards the end of the year or maybe October. Mhm. Um yeah, I keep getting towards the end of the year. Is that making are you are not sure when you want to have it or when the right is that what it is? Well it's anything on medical. Point.
2: You're kinda on point because I was scheduled to have it, um, uh, in July but then I kinda like pushed it back to the beginning of January because I kind of got aired a little bit.
3: Okay.
1: So then go with your intuition and wait towards the end of the end of the year, beginning of next year. Cause I get, I get between Capricorn and Aquarius time.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, yeah. So you, maybe some things are going to transpire that you feel better about it. It's up to you. I don't feel like, in other words, this isn't a destiny issue. It's not something you have to do. It's just, it's something more on, you know, like a preference. So it's Mm going to be up to you and to trust your intuition. Okay.
3: Okay. Okay. But I I did Capricorn,
1: yeah, Capricorn, between a Capricorn Aquarius time. So that's, you know, December to February. Okay. Or you could do around Scorpio. October is another. All right, Sonia, good luck. Keep us posted.
3: Much peace. Okay, thank you. you.
1: Hi, welcome to Awakenings You're On Air. Oh, this is Kate. I had my turn already. Oh, Kate, okay.
3: Still listening.
1: Oh, good, good, good. Okay, let's see. Hello, welcome to Awakenings You're On Air.
3: Hi.
2: I had a question around um, having another baby and if that would allow me to still
1: do my career. Okay. And what's your first name? Catherine. Okay. All right, Catherine. Let's look at Well, I feel you're going to have another baby. I mean, you might even find out you're... Pregnant. Um, Oh, see, in regards to the career, so you're not certain, but there is another being around you um, that, if you want, would come through, is what I'm hearing. Let's see. So does show pregnancy. I get a lot with time of Sagittarius, so November, December. So I don't know if that would be pregnancy or would be. Yeah, you want to know? If, are you going to try for this this year? Yeah, it does show pregnancy. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it's. I feel another baby around me a lot. Yeah, I I do too. So I do feel you're going to. They might <laughs> either be a SAG or it's, or you find out you're pregnant around the, a SAG time. I almost feel like you can. You try and then you kind of stop and then you, it is. But I do feel you able to work or you go back to work. I don't feel that it's going this baby coming in is going to be very independent. <laughs> so that's why it could be SAG or okay. around that time. Yeah, I, I feel it's very um, independent and you're going to be more, somehow more active also. Okay, that makes sense. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's why. The being that comes in is able to handle that movement. Right. A lot of movement. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Yeah, a lot of career moves. Um, You're going to see stuff happening also, like I said, starting in May. You know, either hints of it or seeing where things are going. actual moves in May I I get a lot energetically May June into like I said August September um, is one cycle that I'm seeing and then October probably October November into about February March of next year so plan 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 you know don't overdo but plan hi welcome to awakenings you're on air
3: Hi, hello. this is Nicole Ananda. Hi, hello.
1: Nicole. Hello.
3: Hi. Do you have a uh, hello? Hi.
1: <laughs> hi. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> Nicole Ananda, welcome. So we have Thank one time you. for one quick question, and we're getting, waiting for our Awakening guests to come on. We have Awakening dialogue. We have a great guest that's coming on. So, Nicole, do you have, did you have a question or a comment?
3: Hi. Well, you know what i I believe that I'm your guest that's coming on nicole yeah, tracy interesting okay oh okay
1: um maybe yeah, i'm got...
3: here for a great question
1: <laughs>
3: are you are you giving yeah. readings
1: right now? I
3: would, I would uh, love Yes. That. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, great. Great, 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 great. So go ahead, ask a question. Let me tune in.
3: Okay. Okay. On, mm. <laughs> so
1: I would love to know, um, I have been working very diligently and super committed and devoted to my business. Yeah. And I feel a like lot of I'm people. on the precipice, yeah, of something pretty big, and I'm feeling like I'm ready. And mm-hmm. I guess I would love to find that I had a huge message come through the other day where I had uh, the sign 333 come in when I'd asked for a sign for the work that I do to get to really, like, the next level of big impact. And yes. I'm wondering if there's still anything in the way, um, any guidance that you feel. Well, the first thing I feel around you when I tuned in was um, publishing or, or something that goes into uh, printed material or matter. It could be online, it could be books, it could eBooks, or something that, um, and you're broadcasting a certain frequency and working with a certain group of people is what I'm hearing also, internationally, mm-hmm. I feel there could be international travel that's coming up for you. You're reaching a wider audience or wider group, if that makes sense, is what I'm hearing. And it is all about your self-expression or you, how you see things. So I do see leadership capability. Um, the other thing that I'm getting, um, Nicole, is that um, – you may be also helping people there's something you went through that you're helping people do now that that I, and i feel it has to do something with beliefs or limiting beliefs or old beliefs or old ways of looking at things or spiritual spirituality um that you're kind of yes. helping others up is that true okay that you're doing and you're also helping true. people up next. is that true okay you're helping people up level yes. so you're yes. are going to a whole new um a whole new level with this is what I'm hearing. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I hope that confirms what you are getting. It it does. Thank you. That's awesome. (laughs) You're
3: welcome. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, it looks great, actually. Yeah, there's like a big transformation, I feel, in um, your work and how you work that's coming in all having to do with the mm, spiritual connection really. and beliefs and helping people up level. Um so that's going to be I feel like your next kind of big push, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, so and the, I love the, that you uh, said the publishing aspect. Is there anything that you see particularly around that? I just see publishing. I see things going into mass okay. circulation. So, um, but okay. it's multiple things. I don't think it's going to be just one thing. I feel like that's your next step, your next level, is um, having things more in circulation and, and, and publishing, being published. Mm. Publishing. You might even have your own publishing company or something. I don't know. But I definitely see publishing for you, things going into mass distribution. Awesome. Thank you for that. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome, Nicole. So, um, (laughs) well, I hope to see you soon. (laughs) I'll let you figure out what happens with it. For sure. No problem. That's awesome. Thank you so
3: much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, big hug.
1: All right. Take good care. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. It is time for our second half of the program where we have our awakening dialogue, and uh, it's such a fun part of the program for me. So today we have with us uh, Tracy, I hope I'm saying your name right, um, could be Dunblazer, uh, you'll let me know. Uh, her book is Conquer Your Karmic Relationships, Heal Spiritual Trauma to Open Your Heart and Restore Your Soul. Uh, Tracy is a spiritual empath, a shaman, And she is able to see and weave the interconnection of mental wellness and spirituality with those that she works with.
3: All right.
1: Hello. Welcome to the program,
4: Tracy. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a great opportunity.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Now, how do you say your last name?
4: Uh, uh, Option B. You had the second one, Dunblazer. Tracy Dunblazer. Dunblazer.
1: Dunblazer. Okay, and let's give the website for those that are listening. It's Tracy T R A C E E D U N B L A Z I E R. Okay. dot com. Want we'll to make sure everybody has Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, welcome, welcome. And you're kind of your local. <laughs> Thank to you. To me, so very cool. Very cool. So, Tracy, let's, um, before we dive into your book, I want to know a little bit about you, let our uh, listeners know a little bit about you. I would say your first awakening, because the program's Awakenings. We all have these awakenings. Mm-hmm. And we have so many people that listen on various stages of their awakening, some newly, some have had many awakenings. Um, and I would like to say, what's your first awakening? That way people kind of get a little bit of a heads up. And then the awakening that brought you to what you're doing now. If you could share that with us,
4: hmm. That's such an interesting question because I yeah I was <laughs> to, to to use to use the the new phrase I was totally born woke I was yeah. I was born me as well. yeah with with a part of me very clear on all of the different elements of the multi dimensional world and it was a real struggle for me to have to hide that like it was it was between night and day yeah i had an intrinsic part of myself that i felt like don't tell the adults what you know <laughs> you know i i definitely had that there was a uh nighttime i was very free in my dreaming and my awareness of my dreaming uh but daytime i was a regular person you know really i felt like i was waiting until my time would come and
1: mm, i understand I, that I let,
4: yeah and I, as as a uh, in my late teens, I moved to New York, and mm-hmm. there I had a series of experiences that connected me with my own instinct and intuitive self, and all of, multiple past life experiences. And then when I came to Los Angeles, which is where I uh, live and work today, I had a series. Of, when, when you say awakenings, I think of the multiple. Um, Psychokinetic, spiritual, energetic uh, transformations that happen when you open up to a new vibration, a new geometric yeah. vibration in your body. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. I had. But also I had several what you sharing,
1: those. I think you had. Okay, and also what you're sharing, because um, I too was born psychic and open, and um but there are a lot of people that have that going on too, and so. They may be awakening in a different way of maybe even being able to be more open about where they're at. So it is helpful for people to know. Yeah, you, some people come in this way because there are a lot of people that do. And oh, absolutely,
0: it,
4: right? They question. They do. Or, or, or we, yeah. we are taught. I mean, I think it, I think it's very different for uh, say people born in the last twenty or thirty years. It may be a little different for them, but we have a completely different relationship to mental health today than we did 30 or 40 or 50 years ago. And, yes. you know, in my, mother, in my mother's generation, they gave frontal lobotomies to people who came in yeah. like us. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're not too far from that. Now we just, instead of cutting into it, we yeah. try to drug it, <laughs> you know, but yeah. it, it, <laughs> our mental health good is based on our, on our spiritual balance, but we're not, we're not that far out of the barbaric relationship to it. So I believe that everybody who comes in, you know, you, you eventually have to give yourself permission to embrace who you are and to recognize, mm-hmm. hey, I'm not crazy. I may be out of balance, mm-hmm. and I have mm-hmm. some work to do to bring myself to a, to a perspective that's going to serve me and those I love, mm-hmm. but I'm not crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. There's more support for that. Before you, you know, it's like you had to hunt and peck. I mean, there were workshops and teachers and here yes. and there, but now, yeah, there's things like this. You hear, you know, you see it, and you see very grounded, practical people that have this way of being as well, you know, gifts or a way of being or abilities. So, yeah, Absolutely. You're right, it's Absolutely. it's a little it's a little easier to digest and say, "Yeah, me too."
4: <laughs> I Absolutely. No, I mean, in my personal experience, I mean, I think we also have a cultural relationship to what we experience. And for me, I came in uh, having, you know, experiencing demonic attack and being thrust into very low vibrations of energy where it was like a din. There's this constant noise that was like, it, it really is the things that people who go insane, you know, that, that do have. Uh, actual yeah, mental that issues that are, that are, that are not necessarily yeah. transformable in this life. You know, I, I had those experiences and that was all the more reason that I kept it quiet. But eventually what I learned is that there were many of myself over time and space that I had to reconcile experiences that I had and I had many of them. And that's, that's not necessarily usual some people will have a few or one or two or whatever. I had several. And so that's the thing that really made me make a commitment to my viewpoint, which I think mm-hmm. is something that everybody eventually has to do, is you have to, whatever your instinct about who you are and your goals and your purpose, you've got to commit to that 100%. Yes.
1: Oh, boy. God, that's so true. And I feel like that. That's the freedom – that's living from the soul, and that's the new paradigm. We're going to go – we're being squeezed into that more and more. Yes. You have to go with your soul signature frequency, that vibrational or complex of vibrational frequency, that resonance with people that are more of that. Right. Because in old paradigm, you could kind of straddle, and you almost had to, like you're talking about. You had to kind of straddle, sensor and straddle two worlds. And, or many mm-hmm. i mean there's many dimensions, um, but that part of your being um just to fit in or not be you know ostracized um and so you kind of never really i think people a lot of, a lot of people never really fit in you know or felt they fit in because they had to hide a certain part of themselves. I know what
4: your thought is on right that.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: well and I, I think I think that um I think that everybody experiences that in some way, and I think the unique collective experience that we can have now is that we literally can transcend that experience. You know, if if you will embrace yourself fully, like I have a a new program I'm starting called Living Radical Acceptance. And Living Radical Acceptance is just saying, you know, this is it right now. This is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. This is what I'm able to accept. This is what I resist accepting. Even, Even in saying, you know, I don't like that and I don't want it. Even making that acceptance mm-hmm. allows you well, to then make changes to whatever it is that you don't like, you know, and it gives you, it puts you in a well, position of power.
1: Yeah, talk about, about that, the position of power, power, empowerment, isn't that acceptance? Yeah, you're saying that there is, it, a, you come from that, it, in the, from that point of you, view and way of living, there's some are empow-
4: you're empowered you're empowered to make another choice, do something different, change what you what you don't like, or if you say to yourself you know uh i don't want the i don't want my 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 covid twenty pounds that i gained i don't want that i don't like myself in it i don't i don't want that for you to say but i but that's where i'm at today <laughs> right for you to accept right. that right it sits you in it. And it allows you the power to make the changes and the commitment to do what is necessary to make the changes you need to change that thing. And what will happen if you, in, if you truly don't need to or should not be changing it at this time, why that is will come up into your space so that you can go, okay, it's best for me to be in this position at this time. Here's the thing. So I, I, uh, weight weight, and weight gain and relationship to weight has always been a thing in my life. And mm-hmm. there is uh, – when we gain weight, it actually helps us to manage and metabolize the amount of empathy and emotional uh, experience that we have. And it, it actually it, – it, it creates a buffer to some degree to help us better manage – the amount of energy moving through us if we are ultra-sensitive, sensitive, sensitive, empathic, or emotional. And everyone on the planet is having an an upgrade in their empathy, no matter who they are, because that's what's Mm -hmm. happening in the planet is we need more information and more connection, and that's naturally happening. And so we will naturally gravitate to gaining a few pounds to help us balance that out until we can find ways that help us nurture ourselves differently. And so that's positive. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a natural state of transformation and transition. And so when we can accept that, we don't feel bad. We don't feel less than. We don't feel weak. We don't feel uh, disempowered. We recognize, hey, I'm, I'm empowered to change this, but now is not the time to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we can even give ourselves right. our relationship to a relationship to a new timeline so that we don't, again, blame ourselves or feel bad about our condition. We can right. recognize purpose right. in it and embrace it and keep moving, make the little steps mm-hmm. towards what we need rather than feeling like we, uh, we're un- disempowered to make a big shift.
1: Mm, I like that.
4: So, yeah, that's, I always say there's
1: power in your purpose, you know, there's, your purpose has power. So, you're really yes. having people look at it consciously, what's going on. And then, of course, you're, you have the power then or empowerment to make different choices or figure out a better way, is what I'm hearing you say, yes. instead of just being down yes. on yourself.
4: Absolutely. And, I, and let's, let's put this in another context uh, regarding forgiveness. Mm. Sometimes when, we when we're in a, in a position, in a, a, oh, I don't know if <laughs> someone's coming through a position, when we're yes, in a position to to have to forgive ourselves or someone else, and we are not ready. All that means, that doesn't mean that we're not going to forgive them. That means that we still need more information. And so say, so, you know what, I don't, I don't forgive you right now. I don't. And when you can say, I don't forgive you right now, what comes, what opens up for you is all the reasons why, all the information that you needed but never had access to because you were always stuck in limbo of trying to be a place that you're not really there. Right? So you're, when you're in denial, mm. you're not, you're in limbo. You're not in any place. Yeah. Right? But if you are really where you are at and you admit that to yourself, it allows you to grow into that ultimate place. And when we talk about forgiveness, forgiveness isn't for someone else. It is for us to mm-hmm. release ourselves of the old condition and open up to the new way of life. Mm-hmm.
1: So Tracy it also sounds like what you're saying is then getting out of this limbo this kind of groundedness in who you are what you're really about and what's really going on that, that acceptance that radical acceptance. Yes, centers you so you're not in you're not in limbo. You're not either. Yes. You're not neither there nor someplace else. You know, you're you're centered in what's going on.
3: Um,
1: yes. Does does that bring a kind of an awareness to the person? Is more is there? Is it easier to become more aware of what's going on from that place? Yes.
4: Yes, because mm-hmm. you attract to you uh, either uh, confirmations or denials mm-hmm. of what you say to be true. When you say, I don't forgive you to somebody, in your spiritual heart of hearts, of course you are going to forgive, right? Mm -hmm. But because you say, I don't forgive you, you're going to get all the information as to all the ways in which you are now able to free yourself from being attached to that person, place, thing, or event. Right? And Mm -hmm. that forgiveness is about detachment. It's not about something that you give somebody to make, make okay what they did or what happened or what is happening. Our forgiveness doesn't make things okay. It gives us a broader perspective of the cycle of events that took place that led us to that thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And the, spirit, the spirit knows that we all have a relationship to what happens and why it happens and when it happens and who we are when it happens and then what we do with it. We have a we have accountability in that we have a relationship to that, and that is uh, on a spiritual level. We have a primal spiritual need to answer those questions for ourselves in a, in our quiet mm-hmm. time when no one else is there. That's what we do. That's what we dream about.
3: Mm-hmm. We seek to so answer true. those
4: questions for ourselves. We seek
1: to answer them.
4: Oh, so mm-hmm. true. Now.
1: I want to get to your book because um, I read something on it. We were talking about these repetitive patterns, and since we are patterns of energy, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. wavelength light energy formations, that we're shifting patterns right now. That is so up right now um, that people consciously or unconscious, you know, the patterns are wanting to, to to shift out of these old dynamics. Yes. I want to dive in a bit in, yes, about into your book, as you talk about these relationships are actually repetitive patterns that position, everybody listen, that position you in life. Um, whoa. Yeah. So if you <laughs> could dive into your book a little bit from that perspective, I mean, that people really, I pause, everyone really listen to this. It's very yes. powerful information and knowledge um, to help people shift.
4: Yes. So, I use the buzzword "karma" because because people I think may have they have a perspective of it as punishment and reward, but it is not yes. that. Our karma is yes. literally our repetitive pa- patterns, uh, ways that we have lived continually in other lifetimes, things that we 've done over and over again, habits that we 've had, belief systems we have embraced, and so we are incarnated into our into our body, our soul comes into this body with a series of those. And our soul also comes in with the new pattern or the new idea or what our spirit seeks to expand into. And when we uh, attract certain people, places, things, cultures, languages, right, that may not be really truly connected to who we are in this body, when we do that, it's because we have a pattern, a past life pattern, or a spiritual pattern of having lived in that culture, lived in that way, lived in a body like that, lived in, a, in, a, in something different than we are today. And what our soul is then tasked with is to make the connection of what mm, what is the common ground between those two things. What is the median mm-hmm. vibration? What is the new lowest common denominator? for ourselves and where we can expand to. And so you can look to what you lean towards, you know, uh, what, what yes. you're attracted to. I, I was born in a very English, German, uh, Irish, Scottish background family, and our, our emotionalism was zero. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: God bless them. They, we, you know, we did not. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you'd want to do that. That's stupid. You know, that was kind of the mantra energetically that, that, that permeated my family. And so someone with so much emotion that I had all the time, I felt crazy. And we had a lot of mental illness in my family, which also was like, okay, I better not tell anybody this because I'll end up there. And mm-hmm. I uh, gravitated towards uh, people, uh, Italians, you know, different different cultures. To balance who, you out. <laughs> To balance me out. Different cultures who were yeah. free in their emotion. Like I'd go to somebody's house and they're like, oh, I don't know why, why you know, yelling and screaming. And then all of a sudden everybody would be happy and I would practically be in tears because to me that's like, like showing that is, is the end of the world. If you, if you see that it's bad. And right. it taught me that, no, that's, that's a, that's a part of the path. That's, that's one of the ways in which you get right. That's one of the ways in which you embrace and acknowledge yourself that's one of the ways that you can visually understand how you feel, experiencing the emotion. Anyway, it, it taught me a lot. And I, I think all of us have those things that we aren't necessarily DNA born into, but spiritually we align with. And yeah. that Better is, that, those, right, it is those patterns that, we, that connect us to who we are and give us the opportunity to expand into and maybe more fully embrace who we are or expand into uh, up-leveling who we are yes. on it. yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: I always look at those patterns like an overlay or a template and like bringing in complementary energy helps us get to that original pattern, that you know, energetic yes. matrix. Now, Tracy, do you find that this is happening more? Or there's a call to do this? Is this one of the reasons you decided on your book Because I feel like we're in this place where this you know God, spirit, the all that is higher self, whatever however you want to term it that the next level of up leveling and updating us in and outer software is to get out of these repetitive patterns of the old
4: paradigm absolutely i think I think that. The matrix that is the planet, if, you, if, everybody, if every person on the planet was a, was a part of the matrix, there is this mm-hmm. upgrade in vibration that is requiring people to mm-hmm. really expand how they, their perspective on things, their belief systems, their ideology, even, their, even releasing old cultural traditions that no longer can fit here. They can no longer continue to resonate and um, be kindred. I don't know if yeah. that's the right way to say it, but it's, I like no, I like that. It's just, yeah. So the the interesting for me in terms of I, I came into life with such a profound commitment to healing that when mm-hmm. I finally did, like when I and when I say when I say I healed, I, I mean that I I came in with uh, a whole laundry list of things to reckon in myself, right. mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And once that was done, there was such an integration that I literally felt this huge lift off of me. And it would, it would, if you had mm. asked me, you know, 15 years ago, I w- it was the burden that I had carried my whole life was lifted. The burden was lifted.
3: Mm. And,
4: and up until that point, I, I always felt obligated to do what I was doing. I was doing it for myself, and I could do it for others. I could help them or facilitate them in the process as well. When the burden lifted, I had this very unique experience of going, well, you know, you don't really have to, and you could really leave if you wanted to, and if you're going to stay, you, you, can't, you can't write books out of that obligation. And so mm-hmm. I found myself in this really, mm, ah, this unique, I want to say apathy, but it, was, it mm-hmm. was such a neutral place where I don't have to if I don't want to, and I don't even know if mm-hmm. I want to, but since I'm here, I guess I will
2: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so, I hear you and, yeah
4: and, and and it was very interesting to then begin my writing career on that, and i think i mean obviously I think the the grand design of that is I don't care if people buy my book i mean i I would love them mm-hmm. to i think I think it's powerful information, but it's not about mm-hmm. me, it's about them,
0: and mm-hmm. I think that I
4: had to get to that place where I could put myself in this public position. To not, to not be so invested in it being about me because it's not about me. It really is. These are, this is important information that people need right now. And mm-hmm. the gift that I have is to put it out in a straightforward, no-nonsense, direct, you know, as simple as I could muster language. And, mm-hmm. and then that's that. And so like that. It, it's, a whole, it's, a, it's a whole other way to live. You know, when you just don't really care or have the attachment to the outcome. I guess that's that's at the end of the day, that's what it is. I don't have an, an attachment to the outcome. Mm-hmm. This is what I can do. This is what I'm going to keep doing. While, I'm going to keep doing it while I'm here. Right, <laughs> exactly. When I'm here. Might as well do you know. something.
1: Might as well do this. Right,
4: <laughs> exactly. I Got to stay busy.
3: Right. Oh my exactly goodness. Uh, I know. Got to stay what busy. Got to stay busy. Yeah, something. Um, now, you know, and and other people go ahead? Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say it doesn't. It doesn't. Um,
4: it doesn't take away the the joys that come with working mm-hmm. and your own personal successes, like things that I never thought I could do and I achieve. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't take that away from you, but it just puts you right. in a whole other place of freedom. And so, you answered so the question you were asking. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, does this help? The,
1: does the book help people? You know, so much of these patterns manifest through personal, interpersonal relationships, whether you know, in the office, the job, or with significant others. You know, yes. dating, marriage.
4: My my goal with the book, it literally, it, so it's a, it's been called a manual. I didn't even call it that. People have really called it a manual, and now I really understand why. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Because I start with your relationship to food and money, um, which mm-hmm. is about you it 's about your relationship to yourself and your relationship to lack or abundance, um, mm-hmm. your relationship to self care all of that uh, that and all of the relationships that you connect with because of how you think. And feel and see yourself, and then we get into your affinities, you know, people that you're attracted to, things that you're interested in, and that connects you to your, your interpersonal relationships that includes your loved ones and your uh, romantic entanglements. But then there is the, the wider circle of your environment, how you relate to the planet, how you relate to mm. uh, people, things, or cultures that you know nothing about. Because you're, mm-hmm. that's not where you were born and you don't know anything and how you relate to that. So it, may, it bridges that gap and talks about those kinds of relationships. And then this, this, is, this, is, this is my sweet spot.
0: <laughs>
4: it, is, yeah. it, is, it is your relationship to mastery, which is connecting yourself or recognizing your relationship to uh, authority, fear, hate, and death. Those are the four biggest mm. authorities that anyone will have in their life. And if you don't know it, they, they are the things that will guide every choice you make until you reckon each one of them.
3: Mm-hmm. Meaning
4: if you haven't really accepted your own mortality and looked at what that looks like, you don't really live because literally every choice you make is connected to your ego, which is keeping you alive one more day. Mm-hmm. Right, and so, and so you have to reconcile your, your relationship to death in order to fully live.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that hate, makes sense. Hate, Oh, right? right? And,
4: yeah. Uh, yeah, hate um, is the way in which we remain attached to what we think is ours, what we think exists for us. It cements us to our lowest vibration. So if if you're a person who really, you know, you're you're focused on money, you need money, you're always in need of money, your lowest common denominator is that you don't feel that money will be there for you. Therefore, your environment Mm. is not there for you. Therefore, the outside world is not there for you. Therefore, you know, God or the universe may not be there for you, right? And that's something Mm -hmm. that you, and, and hate is the energy that keeps you attached to that concept until you can break free of it. Anyway, so now how so is in, in that? Those... Hey,
1: okay, that's interesting. So you you have them look at the emotional component, which is like the, the yes. sticky glue to the to the yes. pattern.
4: Exactly, and I and I and I really guide people to <clears throat> face what what their biggest fears are, what their uh, most their biggest attachment to the way the world is or the way the world is mm-hmm.
2: not, because mm-hmm.
4: you know racism there are all of these systemic patterns that we have culturally speaking that each of us on an individual level, those are not going to transform on a systemic level until each of us individually realign ourselves with the collective and with inclusion. Mm -hmm. If you are in any way attached to being exclusive or limited or better right any any of those things when you attach yourself to any of those ideas you eliminate a whole section of of people places and things that could love you support you honor you uh embrace and embellish you but you cut yourself off from all of that which means you have a very limited scope of people places and things that can possibly mm-hmm. do that but probably never Good enough because that's not a part of your belief system.
1: Mm-hmm. Cuts if, off the, the energy uh, uh, as well.
4: You, no, yeah, exactly. Like,
1: now, one of the exactly. things we talk about the difference between rules and boundaries. Hmm. What is mm-hmm. yeah? Where does that fit in with um you know? Because it seems like there is this idea of also being very open, open to life, open to people, open to situations. But also there's this idea of a boundary, you know, that we need boundaries not to be, you know, overly um, amorphous, I guess, like a morphing. Right. Um, boundaries are right. interesting. I think they're, they're interesting because I think the idea the concept of them is changing over, over time. Um, so I'd love to right. get your take on that and how that fits in with what you've written in the book of this whole idea of boundaries, how that boundaries fit yes. in, in, in in rules.
3: And
4: so rules are the mechanism or the tool that we use to help us become aware of boundaries. Mm, okay. They are tools. They are not boundaries. They are tools because rules okay. are subjective right so in religion there are certain certain religions have certain rules right that, the, that then, then those of us who don't believe in that don't have those rules we don't have right. that belief right right so that we we live in a world where whatever rules we are following at any given time it's informing our relationship to our own boundaries boundaries it, uh, a boundary is the energy that we set up that we emit that informs people how we want or need to be treated at any given time
0: mm-hmm.
4: so uh or 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 it informs on uh, how how safe we feel in any particular environment or uh, how comfortable we are with our own ability to communicate where we where we are at what we want how we choose to live, and, and, and the decisions that we choose to make with people that we uh, relate to, mm-hmm. right? All of those are our boundaries. So right, right now we're having a, a, a revolution of sexua, sexual boundaries. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. who are unaware of the connection that they have or receive from other people. And so when, it, when, when somebody, you know, makes some unwanted sexual comment and, and the other person feels uncomfortable with that, they have to be be willing to say, hey, stop that, don't do that, right? And now, and now we have this whole right. new awareness that there's, a, there's, a, there's this system of power structure, right? So our, you know, if you are a boss, you know, or you're an employee, that mm-hmm. there is an automatic... Systemic structure that gives you a a sense of power, which in in the book chapter four is mastery. I help you to to, you know the goal is to to, for people to understand what their relationship to the authorities in their life, and then the next chapter we talk about boundaries and sexuality and creativity. So the more uh, the more you become aware of you know there are people out there who. They're open sexually, and they don't have the same thoughts, ideas, or meanings on their sexuality, and therefore they can do X, Y, and Z and not and not feel bad about it, right? And that, at the end of the day, your boundaries are to keep you sane. It's not about what other people think about what you do. It's about you Mm -hmm. feeling good about you and owning that and embracing it and not on any level feeling victimized by it.
1: Ding 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 Mm -hmm. ding. ding. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, boundaries seem to be very also energetic. You know. Yes. Whether somebody's crossing one or you're allowing it uh, cross, and I think sometimes people don't know yet their boundary. They have to learn. Um, right, what is their true boundary, you know, which goes back to that, right. cool, that that radical honesty you were talking about and radical
4: acceptance of who you are what yes you're and about. the the inter- interesting thing is I, I must have been channeling this conversation that we would eventually have today, but I was thinking about <laughs> you know boundaries really uh, come from our desires mm-hmm. right because if you if you mm-hmm. are a person who is a sexual person and wants to have multiple partners, you know, that's all about you, and that's what you want. Yeah. It really isn't about what other people think of it, but if you are surrounded by a group of people, or a tribe, or a culture, or traditions that call you names, or tell you that that's bad, or that you're bad, then, then that puts you in conflict, So, therefore, you have to set a boundary. You either have to say, you know, actually, that's not what I want. Therefore, I'm going to change my relationship and and, uh, behavior in that. Or I'm going to have to let go of these people so I can go live and be who I am. Mm -hmm. Right? But that's the boundary. You've got to be settled with your own relationship to who you are and your own desires. Yeah, I think that's such a big part, too, of what's
1: coming up definitely this year and the next few years is really people being honest, accepting of themselves and honest, like, this is how I really am and this is what I want. This is what I want to be around. And, and, and being able to choose that, which means you might not be around certain other, pe- other people or situations.
4: And right. that,
1: that needs to be okay. Or you might limit, you know, um, because it's not as fulfilling. It's not as connecting.
4: Right. You know, so sometimes we choose, unconsciously choose certain strategies to learn certain things. So, mm-hmm. some, you know, we might, we might you know, on a, on a very simple level, we may choose to take an art class so that we can better learn how to uh, let go of our self-conscious leanings. You know what I mean? Or learn to surrender to the flow of the energy and the color, or what you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But that—that's a metaphor for everything that we do in life. It's—it's something that we choose to help us expand in a particular way.
1: Tracy, how? um, Because I know you do this. How? How can people connect more with that part of them, so they're not fighting that part that's drawing this to them to make a different choice or go in a new
4: direction or express a new way of being. Um, so, well, so there are two things. So the first thing I'll say is that that, that what you most resist, the mo- what you most want to push away from you is the thing that you mm-hmm. want to, Im- to, to recognize and embrace first. I Meaning, mm. if you're trying to get, get rid of something or get something out of your mind or some person away from you, you have to take an in- inventory of yourself and say, okay, why? What is it that I'm pushing away? What, what, a, what is it about that thing that repels me because that is whatever that is in me is what I am not accepting about myself. So that's the first thing. That, that it's something that just goes, oh, get away from me. Yuck. Oh, uh, no. Anything you feel that way about, pay attention to it. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Write down mm-hmm. five things uh, that it means to you. Um, the second portion is uh, how do you, sur- how do you surrender? the more aware you are of what's happening, the, the, the more you lock on to the flow of the universe that is the larger con- construct that serves you. You mm-hmm. are not here to serve the universe. The universe is here to serve you. Mm-hmm. And so when you can look at the universe as your benefactor and you can say, Ooh. you know, God, whatever, whatever you, but they are your benefactor. Yeah. They're, 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 wherever you put your mind whatever whatever and, and even if you want something bad for yourself, even if you want to do dishonest things, whatever whatever it is, yeah. wherever your mind goes is the way in which the your universe is going to serve you mm-hmm. and when you re- when you can recognize that your universe is here to benefit and, and expand you, then you can find little mindful ways of becoming more and more aware of yourself and the way you think that helps you to see how your universe is benefiting you at any given time. So it's, it's locking into that flow, uh, breath work, yoga, um, mindfulness while washing the dishes, which means paying attention to your thoughts as you're doing some other task. Mm-hmm. All of those are ways well, that you can train yourself to get into the flow of the way in which your universe is benefiting you.
3: Love
1: it, uh, Tracy. We are out of time for today. Thank you so much for being on the program. Um, the chat is buzzing. They've got a lot of good info.
4: Um,
1: appreciate you so much for taking the time to be on Awakenings.
4: Come back in. It really was a pleasure. It, it went so fast.
1: I know, I did. It It went so fast. Great conversations do. Great conversations do. All right. Thanks for being on the program and um, love what you're doing. Keep shining that bright light of yours. Mm -hmm. Take good care. Absolutely.
4: You too. Bye.
1: All right, everyone, that was Tracy Denblazer, um, and we were talking about her most recent book, Conquer Your Karmic Relationships, Heal Spiritual Trauma to Open Your Heart and Restore
4: Your Soul.
1: Woo, really connects into the energies of May as well. All right, Radiant Soul Light, thank you so much for being here with me and co-creating this. As always, those of you that are in the chat, thank you for being here Um, Those of you that called in, thank you so much uh, for sharing yourself in that way. Um, Really appreciate it. All of you that um, are listening, thanks for being such great um, just beings of light, really. I kind of see you sparkle, even when you listen in the archives. I can feel you. So appreciate what we're co-creating here. Um, all Things Awakenings, if you want to suggest guests or topic suggestions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in the um, magical, mystical world of tarot and numerology, 10th to August 7th, um, you can either email or go to union.fit. Uh, there should be a link also on my website in workshops and events. Um, or email me um, for that as well. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, thank you so much all for being here. And thank you for all that you do in the world, for the world, through the world.
2: Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive
1: shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.